0: On today's Smart 7, crumbling concrete causes havoc, thousands trapped in the Nevada desert and lots more. It's Monday the 4th of September, it's International Taekwondo Day and happy birthday, Beyonce. The Smart 7, it's news but not the news. It's back to school week in England but thousands of kids will be staying at home after more than 100 schools were asked to remain closed due to safety concerns about crumbling concrete. Reinforced autoclaved aerated concrete or RAAC was used in lots of public buildings between the 50s and 90s but it's at risk from structural failure when it gets wet. This week closures were triggered after a beam collapsed over the summer at a school which was thought to be at risk from RAAC. It's affected nurseries, colleges and hospitals too and Chancellor Jeremy Hunt says the the government will address the problems. As soon as problems have been identified, we started a huge survey of every single school in the country. And I think oh. it's very important to reassure parents that, where there is an issue, as soon as we find out about it, we will act. Meanwhile, Children's Commissioner Dame Rachel D'Souza says more should have been done in advance to avoid the closures. I am extremely disappointed and frustrated that there wasn't a plan in place for this happening. The government might not have known that it would happen this week. And Shadow Education Secretary Bridget Phillipson says getting kids back into school is the most important thing. I-, I want children back in school, both as a parent and as the Shadow Secretary of State. I think it's really important they are there. But the way that we can... Assuage Parents' Concerns is for ministers to make a statement to the Commons to give us the full list and all the detail. It's been a big weekend for the steel industry as the government moved closer to agreeing a £500 million public aid package for Britain's biggest producer, Tata Steel, to keep them in the country. The Indian steel-making company has been operating in the UK since 2007 and produces nearly 9,000 tonnes of steel every day. Chancellor Jeremy Hunt says this commitment to manufacturing steel shows the UK can compete with China. We can certainly compete with China. When it comes to high-end manufacturing, we have uh, four of the world's top ten universities, amazing research and development happening here. And we have um, a British economy that is a global leader when it comes to life sciences, technology All advanced right. manufacturing. The deal would save the Portalbert plant but could still lead to thousands of job losses and Labour MP Stephen Kinnock says investment in the steel industry is desperately needed. Well of course any investment in our steel industry is very welcome and uh, these talks are, have been dragging on for a very long time. The assets in the Patalbert steel steelworks some of them are ageing and reaching the end of their life cycle so they're is real urgency in getting these talks over the line. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky announced on Sunday evening that he's replacing the Defence Minister Oleskiy Reznikov. He's proposing, after 550 days of full-scale war, that it's time for change as efforts to clear up corruption in the Defence Ministry continue, although there's no suggestion that Reznikov has been accused of anything. Over the weekend, Ukrainian Intelligence Chief Kairolo Bodanov gave a rare interview when he said nuclear escalation from Russia is unlikely. Nuclear weapons, as we call it, according to Russian documents are a means of strategic deterrence. It's not even a weapon, it's a means of strategic deterrence. Meanwhile, Ukrainian forces have been making progress in their counter-offensive. On Sunday, it was reported that they managed to finally breach Russia's first and strongest defensive line near Zafariza. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba says they're making significant gains. If Ukraine was failing, I would probably be the first one to, to speak the truth. But we are not failing, we are moving forward. We, we liberated thousands of square kilometers of our land through minefields, with no air coverage. tens of thousands of people remain stranded and at least one person is thought to have died at the Burning Man Festival in the Nevada Desert this weekend. It comes after flooding from severe rainstorms cut off access to the site. Attendees have been asked to shelter in place and all traffic into the area apart from emergency vehicles has been halted. But the festival goers seem to be keeping in good spirits with many taking to social media to make light of the events. Here's one attendee's take on the situation and you thought Firefest was bad. There's about 70,000 people stranded on a barren lake bed. But fortunately Burn are badass and brought all the supplies we need. We got people who came by bus camped on the edge of the city. They're in pop-up tents and at risk of getting hypothermia. But we don't need outside help. We're gonna bind together, get radically self-reliant, dry out the furniture, and keep the party going. The alternative is to fall into despair, roll over, and die. So to come on the government Smart Seven stoppage time embarrassment for Man United and the Sugar waves talk early fame. Right after this. Welcome back. It was a packed day of sporting action. On Sunday, Max Verstappen secured a record 10th straight victory at the Italian Grand Prix and Liverpool beat Aston Villa 3-0 to make it three wins out of four in the Premier League. But the pace picked up when Arsenal took on Man United at the Emirates after two stoppage time goals for the Gunners. saw so them surged to a 3-1 win in the closing minutes of the game. It was the first Arsenal goal for a new boy Declan Rice in the 96th minute which secured victory for the Gunners and he says it's a moment he'll never forget. He was knocking at the door with the corners. I had a chance in the first half. Thought he was a constant threat. Um, and then the one at the end, obviously I scored. I stayed back and I think first time controlled it with my chin and then scored. Yeah. But if you don't shoot, you don't score. And yeah, it was just a, such a special moment. Their first ever single, Overload, was released back in September 2000 and they went on to have three multi-platinum albums. Now, almost 25 years later, the OG Sugar Babes are back with a one-night-only reunion concert at London's O2 Arena later this month. Motia, Kesha and Siobhan have been speaking to Channel 4 News about the comeback and their experience finding fame so young. We're from very like working class background and all of us came into it cold you know we didn't know the industry and what we were up against. Definitely the vultures came out the more and more successful it got and that's something we've had to all navigate. It's the real-life detective story which gripped the nation last summer and soon Wagatha Christie fans will be able to take a closer look at the libel case of the century. Attendees at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival were treated to a sneak peek of Colleen Rooney, the real Wagatha story, this weekend. And the three-part docu-series will drop on Disney Plus later this year. Producer Julian Nottingham spent a year filming the series with Colleen and says the whole experience was quite the journey. It was a roller coaster for everyone involved, you know, for Colleen, for Rebecca, for- for, you know, the media. And I think we've we've taken that energy um, and put it into uh, the series. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.